When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 95 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. He is your host. I'm your host, joined as always by my mainest man, Willie Saylor. Willie's going to keep this one PG. He promised me. I will keep him accountable. And um, we we were apologetic about yesterday, but you know what? It's a... Th- that's what it's like to know Willie. You never know what's gonna happen. He keeps he keeps you on your toes, you know. So uh, mm-hmm. what what's going on today? You have uh... one of my charms. <laughs> yes, yeah, charm. We'll go we'll go charm on that one. Um, I I got nothing, um, you know, on the periphery of wrestling to to. I'm just ready to drop right in. Are you ready to just just roll right into it? Yeah, I think that we should reenact Hecker and Swigert though. Like oh yeah, maybe, yeah. Me me and you can fight. Who who would be Heckert in that situation? I don't know, probably me with my yeah. hawking biceps. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we'll we'll reenact that. Also, um, as I suggested and hope we'd probably see, they each got suspended for a match. So that was good, right? Good with that, for, really? For a match? Is that what it was? R- well, um, I don't think they're coaching an event, an event, an event like um, Coach Swigert mm-hmm. sat for like the prelims and Coach Heckert is going to sit for something. I don't know. State duels, maybe. Yeah. Coming up now. So and there's also apparently a I'm OK sh- with that. I mean, exactly. You know, when I said on, on the show Monday, I said um, I would be OK with the with the suspension, but I, I don't think it was incumbent upon. I don't think like they should lose their job or the. Or right, I, I think that's what we, we. I think that's what most of us felt. Um, so, but I'm also hearing there's a very strong possibility these two teams will meet again um, at at state duels, that, like in the consolation bracket. They're saying that looks like very very likely. I mean, it, it's possible, yeah, but that's down the road. Like, of course, it's possible. Okay, um, they'd have to flip flop. They'd have to, you know, they'd have to cross bracket and it'd have to work out that way i don't know that either of them are good enough to reach that i don't know okay well we shall see um so yeah that's just a touching base on the central dolphin cumberland valley situation uh another situation we discussed um the bloomsburg forfeit situation got a little more light shed on shed there um you know, I had mentioned that there was a possibility of, of them going D2 eventually. That is not the case. That is not going to happen at all. Um, yeah, that was ridiculous to begin with. But, you know, I, I, you know, you trust the information you get. So they're good there. They've just been they've been eaten up with injuries. And, you know, we don't like to, um, you know, we kind of say, or I at least say, you know, kind of no excuses there. But, you know, six season-ending injuries, that's tough. That's tough to deal with, tough to overcome. They're, yeah, and, and they had to completely said, right, redo, they, redo their they, roster, too. Right. They had a big overhaul on their roster. They're very young team. 
Right. So that's what's going on at Bloomsburg. Um, yeah, not not much else. Not much else to say there uh, on that front. So hopefully, hoping for better days to come for Bloomsburg Wrestling, um, of which you and our Brock Height are alums. Bloomu.edu. Bloomu.edu. So it's like uh, we've got Missouri alum strong and Bloomsburg alum strong here. Mm-hmm. All right. At Flow Wrestling, that is. Um, and, you know, Stutz did a good job there. Um, he had some really strong AA contenders. Right, right. Um, so hopefully they can build, you know? Yeah, yeah. Not a fully funded program either. They don't have the, the full nine. Well, they get four and a half? 4.5-er. Right. Yep. Yep. So um, that's what they're dealing with. That's their situation. Willie, here's a very important question. We almost got to it uh, Monday. We did this on Monday. Um, Twitter etiquette. Um, now, you are an interesting source. I, uh, why, for... would you, why would you bring me in on Twitter etiquette? Well, I am the worst human being on Twitter. Like That's undeniable. Um, Christian, you say it often, and I am like a wholly different person in life than I am on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. People... People tick me off on Twitter, and um, so this is more of a philosophical oh, discussion than a, than a Twitter discussion. Okay, you got two options. So, so Willie and I, we encounter a, a strong, a high number of idiots on social media that just say really, really idiotic things because that's what idiots do typically. So, we're, we're forced with we. You have a couple options. You could go block. Okay, you can go mute, or you can just deal with it and take it all in and just bask in it. And Willie and I really, we have strong disagreements on how to handle um, morons. For me, I find the mute button to be I- incredible because I, for me, I, I'm a giver, right? I'm not going to deprive people of, of my thoughts. I mean, that's, I, that's messed I think up. That's the worst. I think that's the worst punishment. It's the best. It's the best because, first of all, when you block someone, to me, it's like, uh, if someone blocks me, I'm like, oh, I got in their head or something. That's kind of what I think. I, I don't want these people to even think that that's a consideration. But I just want to. I, do. I just don't want to. I don't want to have access to your thoughts. I don't care what you think because you've you've proven to me you're an idiot. So you're gonna get muted. Yeah, I think they don't know it. They, 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 that's they the best part. That. So they think they're just being ignored because they don't matter. That's the that's the best. They're just getting it. Ag- uh, to me, that's passive aggressive. It's not. It's not passive. I mean, what? what like I, when uh, if if somebody ticks me off, if somebody's acting like a idiot i'm blocking them and and they will find out that they're blocked and they'll be like yeah, maybe i should tone it down no they'll be like maybe maybe i shouldn't act like an idiot no to me blo- block is like I, I don't know i think blocking's weak it's like i don't want to um i don't know it's like defeat in my mind like defeat you, you got in their head like you got in their head no i don't accept i don't accept your phone calls be gone Okay. Okay. So I'm I'm team mute. Willie, I'm team, I'm team block. Team block all day. You acted up. You're done. I'm done with you. Out of pocket. Okay. So that's that's uh that's our official stance. So if Willie blocks you, um, you got in his head. That's what happened there. No, you act like an idiot in your band. <laughs> More you're outside the circle of trust. Yeah. Yeah. I can't deprive people of my thoughts. That is that's egregious. Now, let's get to something a little more pertinent to wrestling. Um, some more high school shenanigans going on. This isn't really shenanigans. I don't know how you classify this. But in Michigan, 
There's a high school called Grandville. Hey, are you aware of this story, Willie? It's kind of a crazy story. Um, so Granville High School is apparently a, a good – it's a good school, a good team. Why are all these – there's all kinds of weird situations right now. Yeah, like the last like, couple weeks. I feel the like Hackard, – The Hackard Swaggart situation, this Granville situation, and a duel in New, New Jersey. Jersey yesterday or this weekend. Yeah. Uh, I, just just weird. Yeah, weird stuff. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like Virginia got the ball rolling when they made – um, this, their state tournament single elimination last year. I think that's like, oh, we can all be idiots in, in high school wrestling. So what happened in Michigan, this Granville High School scheduled 15 events. Well, you're allowed 14. So they have been banned from postseason, which I don't know. That seems like probably what should happen. You're, yeah. you're, you're I mean, it's sad, right? It's like really sad. It's really but, sad for the kids. Imagine if... Imagine if you worked, I mean, you focused all year. You probably put up a, a piece of paper with your goals on your bedroom door, and I'm going to accomplish this, this, and that. And then, no, you're out. Yeah. And the, the thing is, the, the Granville contingent is very strong and, and, and upset, and their anger is focused on the MHSAA, I think that's what it's called. Um, they're the Michigan governing body who determined, hey, this is what happens when you overschedule. This is like across the board, every sport. If you schedule an extra event, you're out for the postseason. So to me, it's not like these rules are secretive, right? Like it's not like this snuck up on you or like an event got counted that you didn't think would count. I mean, you made the schedule. So to me, what, what, why do athletic directors exist if not for this moment to just – Double check the schedule. So while I am sympathetic, super sympathetic to the kids, because high school kids don't know the event no. limit. They have no idea. And I nor, mean, nor should they be expected. So coach at Michigan, Granville. Michigan, the, the state of Michigan has some goofy things going oh, yeah, on. Right? I mean, they still use the old weights, which I actually think is a good thing. But they also, like, their travel restrictions are a little goofy. Their, their broadcast restrictions are a little goofy, like, I don't, I don't know. They're really tight on that. Um, and so you could, you could criticize the State Athletic Association on certain things, but this one kind of seems cut and dry. It's cut know. and dry. And you could, I mean, they have the right to overturn it, but, I mean. Got it, every right to. Got every right to. But, they, I mean, I think you, you can't just let this slide as much as it hurts the kids. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the best solution is, but. Honestly, all your anger is should be and, and disappointment. Don't deflect it on MHSAA. Look at your coach and look at your athletic director. They literally just didn't do their job. They didn't do their job. Now, they, did they, they didn't did follow they, the rules. Um, did they schedule too many events or did they have an event that they thought was like, say, one point, but it counted as two points? Right. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it was. I don't think it was anything like that. Um, it was just, it was, it was just, it is what it is. Like, they, they literally had an extra event that they weren't allowed to have. And I've read a couple articles, watched a couple news stories on it, and that was never presented as like a, we went to this tournament and it counted as two events and not one, and we thought it'd be one. Yeah. Because if that happened, you would just, just cancel your last event or something, right? Like, or mm -hmm. you can figure that out. Um, so yeah, I'm not. I know it's it's callous. You know, Jersey Jersey has like match limits. Like you can only, uh, you need an abacus. You need some kind of like, 
you can only wrestle X, an individual can only wrestle X amount of matches, right? So say. Virginia has that too, actually. So say, say they're only allowed to wrestle 40 matches, but the school can schedule as many as they want or something like that. Oh. So like, so if I'm the starting 132 pounder, I might sit this one out. I might sit this tournament out and we'll put another 32 pounder in as long as I don't reach that threshold by a certain date. You know what I mean? Right. It's. So all these states have all these goofy rules. I mean, you just got to be on top of them. Yeah, be on top of them. Coach, athletic director, this is, I mean, the AD, this is literally why you exist. I was I was a coach in Virginia for a couple of years, and I don't remember how many events we you were allowed. I worked out the schedule with my athletic director, and he made sure we had the, the, the right amount. So, um, uh, you know what? Ridiculous. The bureaucracy, the, the red tape that goes on, in all these high school things. That's why, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know how you high school coaches do it. Because there's, there's so much junk that goes along with it. Um, I know it's supposed to be for the safety of the kids, but, like, in Pennsylvania, the the weight dissension situation, Yeah. like, you're only allowed to weigh 143. You know, you weigh in oh, today. It's, it's at, disastrous. You weigh in today at 143.2, then um, by Friday you're only allowed to weigh 141.8, and it's like, all right, plus the two-pound allowance, can I do that? And then, okay, so now we're at state duels on this weekend, and I want to juggle my lineup around, so I'll have to have my kid weigh in at this weight. But if I have him weigh in at this weight, then in four days is districts. Right, and he can't. So I can't do that. Right. Like, come on, man. Like, let's just... Get real. You know what else is dumb? Like, <laughs> so the hydration testing and the fat test, whatever that. So I experienced yeah, some like of this. Junk so anyway. here's what happened. <laughs> here's what happened to some kids I knew. Like, you get some fat, out of shape kids, and you drop a fat, out of shape kid into um, a wrestling practice that is hard five days a week plus conditioning. You're going to lose weight rapidly because you've been sitting around eating Doritos playing Grand Theft Auto. And now you're wrestling every day. So we had kids, they're, they're dropping weight like crazy because they're getting healthier. Not because it's, it's, a, it's a heavyweight kid who's not even trying to go to a lower weight. He's just getting healthy. And he's not, I mean, you got kids drinking bottles of water, chugging all this food um, before they get on a scale so that they can wrestle, so they weigh enough. It's so... The unintended consequences of that rule just look so silly. You got these kids drinking water and, and doing yeah, all these uh, antics to gain weight so they haven't lost too much. It's 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 a joke. And I I understand the thought behind it, right? You want kids to be safe and this and that. It's it's a joke. Yeah. It's a joke. And all it does is make things more frustrating. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's it's a it is a lot to balance and trying to keep. And here's the thing: it's hard enough to keep a kid, keep kids on weight all season long. But when you have to get your kids within a range of like a pound or a couple ounces, okay, you got to weigh this, but you can't weigh this light. You have to be up. Like it's not that easy for for new wrestlers, the experienced guys. They know what they're doing. They're .4 under, and then they're good to go. But these new kids who don't know how their bodies work, who don't know how to maintain, new wrestlers don't know how to do it right. And that's something I experience consistently um, when I coach. So, yeah, it's, it's – I, I, I wouldn't I 
this might sound arrogant or stupid or something, but I wouldn't want to coach high school. Yeah. I, I think it's just a big ball of mess. Yeah. It's uh, being uh, being an assistant's a lot more fun. I'll tell you that. Just Not at. I mean, I've sat in the Eastern Wrestling offices and watched the assistants do all this stuff, this crap. You know, yeah. enter enter weights and try to figure stuff out. And I mean, and and, and this stuff. I've been in on I've been on the floor at Hershey when the state duels are going on, and the Eastern coaches are have this weigh-in sheet and they're like, "Hey, Willie, can we get on your computer because like uh, we're right in the middle of this duel, and we want to know if we got to get out a calculator to figure out if we wrestle this kid at 60, is he can we wrestle 45 in districts on Friday?" Uh, I mean, are you kidding me? Who wants to do all that? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and like, I'm, it sounds, I guess I'm being simplistic, like that's one example, but you're also dealing with, you're also dealing with decreasing school budgets. You're, you're dealing with parents. You're dealing with, um, I don't know, anytime a, a kid is in, um, you know, you know, the coach isn't nice to a kid or something. He goes home and says, uh, you know, Coach Coach Saylor wasn't nice to me today. And then the parents come in. I, mean, I ain't doing all that. Yeah, well, you're not. You don't have to. No, so. I'm not doing that. Okay. Um, so are we good there with uh, with high school? And also this Camden Catholic thing. Um, I, I don't yeah, know what to say. talk about that a little bit. I, I, well, I don't know what happened. I can't speak super educated on it, but... Here's here's what it sounds like to me. There was a, a duel in New Jersey um, between what's this team? CBA, uh, Christian Brothers Christian Academy, Academy, and Camden Catholic. And basically, CBA had it wrapped up at like 145. So Camden Catholic basically said, "Okay, we're cool. We're just forfeit the rest of the way." Um, but I don't know the reasons why um, why they did that, Camden Catholic. But obviously, not a good look. They have a full lineup. I'm I'm made to understand. Well, maybe. I, I don't want to rush to judgment. I mean, it stinks, right? You go to a state duel or a leg in a, in the state duel series or qualifier, and you see half a duel. You, you forfeit half a duel. I mean, that sounds ridiculous, right? Yeah. But maybe, maybe like I said, maybe there's match limits. Maybe yeah. it's like I, 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 you know, there's one more match I don't have to sacrifice for this limit thing. I don't know. I'm shooting yeah. from the hip. Yep, shooting from the hip. So I don't know what went on there. Maybe we'll find out more since we we talked about it on. On radio, um, so where where to next? Where do you want to go, Willie? Well, let's talk about we're talking about high school duels. Let's talk about college duels a little bit. Yeah. So really, um, you know, we'll give we uh we've been critical before of the NWCA. Never. Um, we're critical of a lot of things, and I also want to talk about this. Let me type this in here. Um, but we. I think you lose validity if you don't give a little credit when it's due, right? And so let's give let's give a, a little bit of credit to the NWCA. We've kind of poo-pooed their dual thing, and I still don't think it's great, right? It's not ideal that Iowa and Penn State are clearly, I think, the two best dual teams, and they're not going to get to wrestle. But really, that's that's on the Big Ten, right? Like I think they need to figure out a solution there. But you know what? These duels this weekend with NC State really freaking matters. Um, 
Yeah. In the greatest, and otherwise, if there wasn't this dual <clears throat> bowls, whatever you want to call it, series at the end, no, no one would be talking really that much about. It's just another good duel, NC State Missouri, and NC NC State it, Virginia it, Tech. In degrees, in degrees, like you know, maybe it only, maybe it matters a little bit more because it determines who goes to Penn State essentially. Yeah. Um, or Iowa. I mean, you know. So, so it matters a little bit more. But I think a different situation, you know, a different format would have made it more compelling. What, yeah. what format would that be? Uh, national duels. Like a, an entire bracket? Yeah, or We've some already, other situation. Oh, come on. The, I, okay. T- teams right. won't do that. They won't do that. The best teams won't I'm, go. Penn State wouldn't wouldn't go to okay. that. Okay, so I'm giving them credit in that it matters a little bit more now, but it's still not ideal. I mean, Iowa, Iowa, okay? That's all I got to say. Iowa. And you know what? They have, not only do they have a gripe in that they're undefeated in the Big Ten, but an additional gripe they have? Now, don't get me wrong. I personally believe that Penn State is, is the better team. Um, I think they would beat Iowa in the duel. I think it's actually a bad matchup for Iowa in the duel. But one team in this scenario got on the phone and scheduled a really, really tough duel, and that was Iowa. They called up Oklahoma State and dueled them. Penn State uh, didn't didn't go that length out of conference. You know, they scheduled Lehigh, and you know what? They didn't have to. They don't need to, and maybe they didn't really care about having a tougher schedule, and they figured if they took care of business, they'd be ranked number one. And they're right, but well, at the same I, time— I, But don't say—don't say—I don't say, mean, Penn State had an, out of, had, had an independent duel with Iowa— the other year, right? Sure. Yeah, they've I mean, done it. Like, they've done it. I guess before. what I'm saying is, it's not like it's not like Penn State particularly inv- avoids. No, no, I don't think duels. they're not avoiding but, Iowa. I'm not say- saying that, but I'm just saying one team made it a point to have a slightly tougher schedule, and mm-hmm. the other team didn't, and mm-hmm. that's fine. But ultimately, Iowa is a team that scheduled tougher duels and is going to be left out in the cold to a degree. And perhaps deservedly so. You know, if they had ran run roughshod through every team the way Penn State has, um, you know, maybe well, was, they would be this, the number one. Was this set in motion week one? I mean, was Penn State the number one? When, when NWCA coaches panel rankings came out, week one, the first time, was Penn State one? I don't think so. I don't think okay. so. I think Oklahoma State was. Because, so, you know, Penn State's freshmen weren't ranked. You know, Nolf yeah. was and Nickel yeah. were both, like, barely point scores. Maybe Nolf was kind of high, but Nickel was, certainly wasn't ranked first. Yeah, so. I could so, go back and look. I mean, it's it's based on rankings, right? Yeah, it's based it, uh, on rankings. And, and I would agree that Penn State would be the favorite and is a stronger dual team and is deservedly the number one ranked team in the country. Yeah. But for Iowa to not have a shot, I think, is disappointing. Yeah, it's disappointing. I mean, so I turned the focus to the Big Ten, and I think, and now this is me adding things to a schedule, and maybe it's not reasonable, but you said this the other day. What, what about just a plus one? I mean, it's clear that it's Iowa and it's Penn State, right? So just add that at the end, Big Ten, or have some flexibility. Maybe spare Penn State the Michigan State duel and have, a, about, right. have, have a relevant duel at the end. Right, and have then a plus th- one. If, 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 the two teams, if the two teams 
that are at the top of the Big Ten standings have not met have a date, have a plus one. Yes, you can add this to your schedule to determine the bowl series number one, right? So yeah, you, uh, just work with the work with it. Right, right. And to be fair, Penn State did go to Virginia Tech this year, which is a pretty tough, very tough dual team, which we made. We made and early, and that's a hey, that's another one. Like <laughs> we were getting a little bit of an argument yesterday. Not an argument, just a good, a good, solid discussion. Um, Virginia Tech. All y'all have Virginia Tech ranked lower than Oklahoma. So this is, yeah. All right. So I'll say this. So Brent Malinsky, Seton Hall Pirate tweeted, if NC State should lose or something like that, wh- who should get the at-large bid? If NC State loses this weekend, who should get the at-large bid? Uh, NC State, Oklahoma, Virginia Tech. And I was like, whoa, what about Missouri? And Seton Hall Pirate said, well, Missouri already locked it up with their MAC conference title. Okay. But why would – and then my next question was, well, why would Oklahoma be ahead of Virginia Tech? Well, silly me, everybody has it ranked that way. I know. I didn't, re- I didn't even realize that. But in my brain, I'm thinking, Oklahoma ahead of Virginia – it didn't even cross my mind that they would be ranked ahead of them because – They're so much better. On, on paper, Virginia Tech is so much better, yeah, right? Not, not even close. Um, so <laughs> I'll say this. My first year doing dual rankings, and – I. I felt really strongly it, it needs to be just rooted in the win-loss results. And Virginia Tech has a loss to Iowa State. That's a really, really bad loss in the grand scheme. And Oklahoma, their worst loss is to Lehigh, who's ranked sixth. And, yeah, they've been—now, Oklahoma has been absolutely smashed in a couple of these duels. Like, Oklahoma State, they won one match. So they— They've been blown out, but they've got wins over. They've been blown out multiple times. But they have better. So, okay. So not only do they have better, more acceptable losses, Oklahoma, but they have better wins. They've beaten Michigan and and Rutgers, which is a better win than Virginia Tech's best win, which is probably UNC. Now, so I I don't know how. So here's. Yeah, UNC who lost to Duke yesterday. So it's like, how do you do these rankings correctly? I mean, how do you do them right? Because I have Virginia Tech behind Oklahoma, too. Everyone does. But they're obviously better. I mean, they might win 8, eight of 10 against Oklahoma. Um, but right. I think you have to make it rooted in in results. So I, yeah, I don't it's, know. It's it's really tough. I, and I'm not going to pretend to have the answers. Um now maybe if Virginia Tech beats NC State, they can— You know, we had a, we had a long, multiple-episode discussion on— high school rankings based on duels and how many moving parts there are in that. And there's probably less moving parts in college dual rankings, but especially because you break it up between tournament format and dual format. But um, there still is a little gray area there. Um, and now because how- when you consider Virginia Tech, yeah, okay, everybody wants to cite Virginia Tech lost to ISU. Let, let, okay, let me ask you this. If Virginia Tech didn't lose to ISU, would they be ranked ahead of Oklahoma? Yeah. Okay. Well, Virginia Tech did lose to ISU, but several starters weren't there, and they also smoked ISU early in the year where ISU won exactly one match. 32-3 to was the score there. Yeah, for sure. So 
And then, okay, so you say that, but then I... Well, can you give him a mulligan? Right. That's you my question. Really, can you or you can't? I don't know. I don't, because a part of, for me, a part of dual strength is the ability to absorb guys being out. And your depth becomes a big factor in dual rankings. In my opinion, I think that's important. So okay. your ability... I, I don't know if it does. I don't know if it does because um, I, I, and I value that... I value that angle. Uh, that that's one angle you can look at it at, but you have to ask yourself: Do am I supposed to? Am I supposed to rank based on depth, like you're saying, and and balance, and being able to absorb it, or am I supposed to rank on uh, complete potential? Like, I mean, am I supposed to rank only with your the, the starters in? Yeah. I, I don't know. These are questions that I'm still trying to figure out as I navigate through these uh, through these rankings. I don't. I truly don't know what the best solution is, the best process. I feel like I have really good process for individual rankings, for team rankings, pound for pound. This one, maybe I do. Maybe maybe I've got it right, but maybe I don't. Maybe you do. Yeah. So I don't know. So I don't know. I don't know the answer. So um, yeah, when you when you listen to the show and you comment underneath. Uh, so we need mute versus block. Mm -hmm. Are you on team mute or team block? Right. And are you on um, highest dual potential or results are results? Right. Exactly. So yeah, give us some feedback. We'll figure it out. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'll tell you one thing, and this is something I've always felt strong. I'm not just gonna double down and say this is my process. This is the process, and I'm not changing. I'm I'm very flexible here. I'm, I want to get it. I want to get it right, and maybe I do have it right, but. It'll be found out and maybe something to tweak with. Maybe there's Well, a when it all said and done, NC State has the nation's longest winning streak in 21 at 21. Um, really? Yeah. Penn, yeah, State, odd, Penn State doesn't have a longer one? No. Oh, odd, yeah, they enough, lost some last year. Oddly enough, the, the other teams in contention, well, Missouri lost this year, and then um, Penn State and Iowa both lost, like, really late last year. Yeah. So 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 Iowa lost their last duel of the year to Missouri, and Penn State lost their second um, second to the last duel against against Oklahoma State. They lost to Oklahoma State, then they beat Ryder, and that was their last duel of the season last year. And so NC State, there's three undefeated teams this year: NC State, Penn State, and Iowa. And Iowa and NC State has more dates, more duels. So. NC State, when it's all said and done, no matter what the rankings are, they control their own fate, but they have two humongous duels oh, this week. They, they could so realistically go 0-2 this week. Could um, they? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? I, I mean, mean, I have the, I have the sense, right? Like if I, if I think NC State versus Virginia Tech, oh, that's going to be a close and good duel. So oh, close. NC State versus Missouri, oh, that's going to be a close and good duel. But I haven't broken it down. Uh, me and Kyle are going to do whiteboard wars on NC State, Virginia Tech, and Christian's going to do a super duel breakdown on NC State, uh, Missouri. Right. Um, but I haven't gotten to there yet. So, Christian, have you looked far enough ahead to say, ooh, they could lose both? They, oh, absolutely, they could lose both. I mean, the NC State's big guns, it, it stinks. Well, it doesn't stink. I don't know what this, what you say. Their big guns are hitting good tech wrestlers. Gwiz will hit walls. Um, Gant will hit Brissetta. Jack will hit um, Chisco. 
So they could win all three, and they, I mean, Gwiz kind of owns Walls. I mean, he does. He's pinned him before, but that's, you know, probably a, a lopsided decision type of match, and Gant, I favor him over Brissetta, and obviously I like Jack over Chisco, but they're... You like your big dogs to be able to get bonus. To maybe get bonus, right. Right, and I don't think they're going to get bonus um, from any of those weights. So then you look at the other weights. You know, you like – I like Joey. Joey could pin Sean Foes, or it could be a lopsided decision at the same time. 33, so this is where it, it's advantageous for Tech. One of their weaker weights at 33 has a great shot of winning against Jamal Morris. 149, another weak weight for Tech. They have a great shot of winning against Bo Donahoe. 65, mm-hmm. McFadden Roshkoff is going to be really close. Um, you probably favor Max there. 74, you favor Epperly. 84, you favor Zavatsky. 97, Hot Boykin. You probably favor Hot, but maybe not. So I think it's there's a great chance um, that, that Tech can do it. But we've been seeing it time and time again. Any chance? Uh, uh, how about Missouri? Same thing. Similar. Um, so NC State, I think they have some chances to pull upsets. Okay. Any chance? I have to just throw it out there okay. right away. Okay. Any chance we see Jaden versus Quiz? I don't. Well, yes, there's a chance. I know that there's a chance, but I don't think it will be helpful. Okay, because I do. Explain. Helpful for who? I think, I, I mean, I can't look into the crystal ball and say this is what the situation is going to be and it would be helpful, but I can say there's a chance that based on the situation, it might make sense. It could. I, I just think it's, I think it's a desperation thing because, all right, first of all, Gwiz will pin their heavyweight. Yeah, with, I guess. Without I guess question. So, so, so Gwiz would get six, and Jaden would get a, Jaden, you know, you favor him against Boykin, three. There's that, so that's a minus three, where if you put in somebody and move Jaden up, it could be a minus six net. Right. That's that's and that's what I would expect. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't think I don't think Jay. I mean, Nick Wisdowski is this isn't Jeremy Sweeney. He's bumping up to the two-time NCAA champion. I don't think. Jaden would yeah. beat him. I don't think Jaden would beat him. You're um, probably you're, you're probably right. It's probably wishful thinking on my he's part. He's gonna make 197 and then go and bump up and beat Nick Wisdowski. I mean, that would be some. That you wanna you wanna move up in the pound for pound. No, Holy cow! I, yeah, do that. I'm not necessarily saying he'd beat him, but the question is, would it save team points? And I guess the answer to that is no. I don't think that it would. But here here's something else to consider. If Missouri does this, they could bump Willie Miklas to 97. He could beat Boykin. And their 84s, they've got... Oh, Willie, yeah. And they have some decent backup 84s um, that maybe could go with Renda. You know, Renda would be favored, but, you know, maybe you can win those last three when, realistically, you could lose to a... So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just want to see that. Brian Smith has already, um, you know, plugged this into his his wizard brain and has has all the possible scenarios worked out. So I don't I don't think we'll see it personally, but we could. So we talked about the upper weight situation in that duel. 125 um foes foes foz how how do how do you go? I say I've always said Sean Foz. Okay, Foz. Fozzie Bear 
versus he made a he made a cadet world team a couple years ago. I know that's in his Twitter bio. Um, he <laughs> will take on Barlow McGee. Now Barlow is big as a barn at 125, and he is not super active off the hour weigh-in. And Foz goes hard in the paint. He just beat Tim Lambert. Um, if I'm NC State, I'm saying you push the pace for as long as you possibly can and, you know, let's steal it late kind of thing against Barlow. Um, so they could win that one. That's where they're not favored. Falls is still unranked, I think. Um, 33, Jamal Morris. You know, Zach Sinnon just lost to Austin Eicher from Northern yeah. Illinois. So not trending there. Jamal wrestles really hard, so that's upset potential there. You you count on your guy Kevin Jack to beat Matt Manley. That's one where Missouri maybe says, hey, we can get one back here if, if we drop an upset. Um, it's so in the balance, right? And, you know, Mays will beat Donahoe. How bad? I don't know. 57, Gant. You know, he's got Leroy Barnes, who's a 41-pounder. If, if I'm NC State, I'm hoping for maybe a major there, although Leroy is super tough. Now, here's the match I can't wait, and this is in the Willie Pickums, actually. Um, Max Roscoff versus Daniel Lewis, the battle of top monsters where, you know, both guys may choose top in this, which would be kind of hilarious. Auto top. Auto tops uh, all around. So I that's a, a duel, a match that I really don't know which, which way it's going to go. I think it's a very – I think there's there, – so one, one thing when I look at how, how they match up and – what they're good at, and they're both good at kind of the same thing. Daniel may be a little better at attacking legs than Max, but they're both amazing on top. They're both really hard to score on. And I don't know who's better where. I've, I'm kind of inclined to lean one way, but I'm not going to I'm not gonna play my card. So who do you, who do you have winning that duel? I guess, I don't know. We'll say, well, should we save that for the breakdown? Um, I, I think Missouri wins it, but I don't know. I haven't done the full breakdown one. I do and, who do you, and, and who do you have against Tech? I think NC State will win that. Okay. I think. Jeez, I don't know. Weird year for Tech, right? A little. I mean, the the fact that they've had two big starters out basically all all year, um, that's been a little weird, and it ultimately cost them in this dual race. But they have a really good team. No holes. No holes. Um yeah, they're they're a really dangerous, really dangerous team. If they're healthy and clicking, headed into March, I mean they're they're definitely a trophy contending team. They're like a half point behind Ohio State for fourth, which is kind of crazy. So they're right there. They're right there. Very very strong team for Tech. All right, so, yeah. where do you want to go? I want to go. I want to go. Where else? Skin infections, obviously. Um, Are we going to talk about that today? Just briefly. I'm just going to uh, present it by Defense Soap. Presented by man, just a free plug there. Um, wait, no, we don't give out anything for free, Willie. Come on now, make that make them earn that plug. Um, so there was a, a report about wrestler, and I made fun of it because I had to make fun of it. That oh, you got it. That wrestlers have the highest incidence of skin infections of all prep athletes. Right. Well. Um, thank you, Intermat and Mark Palmer, for bringing that to our attention. Could it now? Here was an opportunity for them to actually do 
real journalism, but they, they just said, nah, let's not. They could have mentioned in this article that wrestling is the only sport that has that, any kind of skin checks. That reports it, it. That reports it. So, yeah, Mark probably will be number one. You could have mentioned that in the article. Didn't didn't want to go to that. I guess um, anytime you can make wrestling look bad, let's do it, right? But I think that's I think that's Mark's agenda. It's it, that's in his Twitter bio. Making wrestling look bad as often as possible. <laughs> one one regurgitated article at a time. So ultimately, uh, we we are very concerned about the presentation of our sport and that the information that's given out about it. And you know what? In football, I, those guys are probably eat up with ringworm and herpes and this, that, and the other. These big sweaty guys going at each other they don't clean those pads or anything but you know what no one checks the coaches don't check the rest <laughs> How do you know they don't clean the pads they don't cl- they don't clean the pads they don't, i cuz they don't clean the pads even if they do you know they're ate up with that stuff and even if it, you could have a who cares if it, i mean who care like of course wrestling i don't care about football who cares oh well who has more skin infections football players or wrestlers I mean, of course wrestlers do it. I mean, but they might not. But they might not. Run a mat. Bro, they might not. They it it's very possible that football players and and whatnot have have this more. I mean, it's possible. There's no way of knowing. You could have a oozing pus-filled wound. You just throw an Under Armour sleeve over it and you go out and play football. And no one's going to know and no one's going to check. I, I mean, who cares? You have impetigo or herpes, you take a pill, it's gone. Let's okay, who cares? Okay, you're, you're totally missing the point. Can you focus here? The point is, I don't want moms reading this and be like, my Johnny, he's going to get the ringworm. And then the, that just sounds awful, right? Like a worm, a ring. It sounds like, you know, it's some sort of intestinal issue when really it's just itchy skin. Okay? So we don't want that. We want moms to think wrestling is good and that it's safe so that's the point, Willie. Please don't get derailed by who cares. Okay, we want moms to to feel comfortable with their kids wrestling. That's the point. Well, I mean, if you want to if you want to talk about that, if you want to talk about moms feeling safe uh, about their son participating in a sport and and misleading statistics, then <laughs> why don't you talk about the concussion, the ridiculous well con- concussion numbers? Well, because that's... I will tell you right now that. The numbers that have been published regarding concussions in wrestling have been cooked. I'll I'll put my job on the line that those numbers have been cooked because there ain't no way on earth that wrestling sees such a dramatic increase in concussions in one year. Yeah. That ain't that ain't accurate. Yeah. And 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 football falls. Somebody, some lobbyist group, some some uh Roger. Walter Payton um, Youth Leagues of America paid to have those numbers doctored. I guarantee it. Because there ain't no way that those concussion numbers for wrestling are accurate. Yeah. So we're actually working on that to bring the – because we feel – we all agree with that, Willie and I. and um, We're working with the the NWCA to get some – data that kind of supports that so we're going to have a little more than just our gut feelings on that but i i agree with you willie there's there's no way that in terms of head safety that wrestling is not significantly I mean, safer than football you can't right, watch mean, a football game without a guy getting carted off without a guy getting his bell rung right even and, in even in youth leagues oh I mean, of course how many course. times seven kids died this year playing football in right 
Seven. They died. They died. They're dead. And they're, we had three in, like, the sports history? Like, in, in America? Like, three? One of them named Billy Saylor? Yeah, but, I mean, that was cutting weight stuff. That right, wasn't, right. That wasn't even head. Like, wasn't even they head. wrestled and they sustained an injury and died. Right. I mean, did you see the... Did you see the NFL players? What at the Super Bowl before the Super Bowl started? They brought out every Super Bowl MVP. Uh oh, I didn't see this actually. I might have been. You eating. didn't? I might have been eating um, eating brownies. Chili. No, not brownies? chili. Not chili. That chili is very controversial in my family. So before the Super Bowl started, you know, whatever six fifteen or whatever time, fifteen minutes before the game started, they parade out every Super Bowl MVP ever. These dudes, it looked like the March of the Penguins. They couldn't walk. They didn't know where they were going. They were slobbered. Some of them got lost. These dudes all have head injuries. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I don't want to make it about attacking football, but at the same time, hold on. We're not going to be presented. We're not going to roll over when, when, okay, so last year, last year the um, concussion numbers came out. For all sports. And wrestling was low, right? And some people used it and said, hey, look how safe wrestling is compared to other sports. Look how dramatically more um, um, dangerous football and these other sports are to wrestling. This year the numbers come out. but Okay, so last year, but nobody really, a, a couple people flaunted that fact. But... It wasn't in your face. Now these numbers come out, they're dramatically different. It's like, that cannot even be accurate. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't believe it. I don't believe it. And, um, you know, we're not going to lay down. We're going to do what we can to make sure the the facts are actually out there. and not We're not a victim of, you know, a, a multi-billion dollar sport just kind of coming in and creating their own stats that – suit yeah, their agenda it's good it's good for that the nwca is working with you christian to get the get the correct facts out there because that's a big issue it's huge it's huge and um wrestling is is the best sport in the world and it's the best sport for your kids to do bar none um it i mean you don't have i'm not even gonna get get on my soapbox about how great wrestling is because you're listening to this you already know secrets out um <laughs> I'm fired up. Can we go to Willie Pickums now? That may help me calm let's down. Let's do. Let's do Willie Pickums. Willie Pickums. I tied you last week. You tied me. So ties ties are wins for Willie. So he's they, they, they he's should. <laughs> tie should be a win in college. In college, yeah. Um, you remember that time I entered that Iron Man contest? The one time I went to Iron Man, I won the Iron Man contest. Mm, you remember that? Yeah. Time? You picked every favorite. No, I did not. I picked. I, I made Micah Jordan like my highest priority one because everyone was like, Shusko's going to beat him. I'm like, nah, yo, nah. So that's where you're wrong on that. But anyways. Graham and any, Jordan. Hey, they're good. They're good. I give them love. You hate on them. Okay? That's just that's the way this works. I, I do not hate on them. Hey, you hate so hard. Okay. Willie Pickums. Let's start with this one. I'm gonna, I, there's a, they're in an order here, but I'm not going to give you that order. I'm going to keep you. You never do. I never do. We're starting off Kevin Jack, Solomon Chisco. <laughs> PA boy, rally gates. Give me Jack. Yeah. I'm going Jack, but don't you're, sleep on him. You're, you're, you're taking Jack too? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Big sauce. Yeah. <laughs> 
Nookie. I tell you what, I watched I watched Kevin Jack wrestle against Abaddon. I loved his positioning. I, I really loved how there isn't there isn't many places to go when you're wrestling Kevin Jack. Keep those he, legs back. It just his positioning is good, man. He's I tough. Think he's dangerous. Solomon don't give it up easy though. He's he's very difficult to score on. I think that's gonna be a great one. I hope I'm going to these. We'll find out soon. Um, okay, next one. Nookie, aka Nate Brown, versus Matt McCutcheon. Um, who's hey? Who do you have ranked number one in the country at one eighty four? Gabriel Dean. Who's second? Matt uh, Nate Brown. Yeah, that's right. I, I think you have it right there. Uh, give me. I'm taking. I'm taking. Um, Nuki Brown. Yeah, go on it. Yeah, right again. I think. Um... <laughs> right again. Are you taking him too? Absolutely. Um, right. I think it's a good matchup for Nate. I think he'll take those low ankle scrambles all day. I think he's. I think he's really good there. I think. I think that's an area he can exploit against McCutcheon. But man, hey, McCutcheon keeps getting better. So who knows? All right. Oh my gosh. This one, baby. This this one's gonna be live on Flow Wrestling, by the way. Dean Heil, Joy McKenna, part deux. Yeah. This is the one. This is the one. This is the one. This is. This is the one. Give me. Huh. Man. I, I I like the fact. I think that Joey. I think that Joey learns a lot. Like how you were saying. Um, Tomasello needs a couple cracks. Uh, you, you, you like you like Tomasello after he sees a guy once or twice more. So I I think the same thing about Joey. Mm-hmm. Um, get, give me Dean. Oh, oh. I really what? I want you to take Joey there. I want to be different on one. I like Dean too. I feel like <laughs> I like how you give the case for McKenna and then pick Dean. That was neat. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dean's wrestling at home. I think I don't know until proven otherwise. I'm taking. He just. Taking, I think he's got this mentality about him that is. I, I don't know. I feel like you watch you watch their match and McKenna got to legs more and McKenna was given a stall point that or Hyle was given a stall point that he shouldn't have. But I just felt like Hyle was a little better. I feel like he's so good when you're on his legs. Uh, I just, Let me tell you. Remember after that match, I said we were on FRL, and I said that Dean Heil is saying the right things and doing the right things. Okay. Um, which makes me confident in him, right? Well, so a couple of weeks ago, at a duel that was live from Okie State, they asked him to be on the radio, you know, or on live on the broadcast on the video, for an interview. After, right after the duel, and he said. No, I don't deserve it. I didn't wrestle well. I I don't want to do it. I don't feel comfortable doing it. And I think that that's awesome. Yeah. That's, he won. I he mean, won. you know what I mean? So I that's, think that he's holding himself accountable. He's holding himself to certain standards. And I like that about him. Right. That's that's kind of my my rationale, too. Like, he'll watch that McKenna match, and he's like, he's like, I messed up here. I didn't do this here. I didn't. And the one time he got in on the leg, he was about to finish, and time just ran out. So I just, mm, I really wanted you to take Joey. I can't believe you're betraying him like this. You're just betraying oh Joey goodness. McKenna. Someone, you're saying that, huh? Yeah, just just going against him like that. Gosh. All right, we took all the same ones so far. We this, took Kevin Jack, 
Dean Heil, and Nuki Brown next. Who's the next one? All right. Max Roscoff, Daniel Lewis. Um, Roscoff. Give me Daniel Lewis. All right. Give me Daniel Lewis. I don't feel very good about it at all, but I wouldn't feel good if I picked, picked Max either because I have no idea. Um, what I'll say is I think Lewis is a little better on top, and I think that Roscoff's side headlock will be properly counted this time. And uh, I don't know. We might see double auto top here. That's very possible. There could be. Each guy could have three minutes of riding time, and there's no riding time advantage. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's possible. Well, I would say two minutes since that's how long the second. I, I'd, it's going to come down to neutral, really. Duh. Would you? <clears throat> Duh. It's going to come down to neutral, and you think, I don't know. Oh, so Roshkoff's scrambly. Like, Roshkoff does what he has to do. Right. But, I mean, Daniel Lewis is pretty freaking good on his feet as well. All right. Run, run, run Max back. McFadden. McFadden Mc... Roscoff. You go first this time. Ooh. I got Max Roscoff in that one. I got Darren Max McFadden. Roscoff too. Oh, you got him too? Mm-hmm. I. So we're one different. One would think that I'm really high on Max Roscoff. <laughs> it would seem. That would seem to be the case. I. I you know what? I What the main reason, if I was going to pick Max. I just feel like he has this like irrational confidence mentality that's, thing. Uh, that's exactly what I think too. I'm like he he probably I think he thinks he has he's gonna more win more confidence in himself than I do. <laughs> I, I think he I think if you asked Max, he would tell you and truly believes he's gonna win a title this year. I think that's like the way he's wired right now. I so that's like that's a scary scary proposition. And uh, that's the main reason I wanted to pick him, but I didn't. All right, next. Souflon, Sertzis. This is tough. Sertzis, 2-1. Dang it. Next no. Ah, uh, yeah. I think so, too. I don't think you're going to get back-to-back down performances. I mean, Jake Souflon couldn't well, finish. Yeah, you talk about down performance wasn't even a down performance. It was a down just 30 seconds. The match. Yeah. It was just a he down. He was up like 4 0 with a minute. 30 seconds ago, right? Right. So. Yeah, I right. got searches. You got searches too. It pains Next. me how often you're, you're, you're going to be correct. Just one wrong so far for you. Um, Lorenzo Thomas, Gabe Dean. This is interesting. On the heels of the Gabe Dean loss to Nolan Boyd. Gabe Dean. Yeah. Next topic. Will they wrestle him? They. they uh, They've wrestled, they wrestled John J. Chavez at 184. Did you know that? Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> He's 5'6". He's 5'6", 152. He's like, you got Nate Brown today. Can this give him a little slap on the butt? Go get him, go get him, go get him Tiger. <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh. That was brutal. All right. Nate Brissetta, Tommy Gant. Tommy Gant. Tommy Gant. Oh. Who you got? You got Gant too. Yes, I got Tommy Gant. You you don't you don't want to be doing good. You only got one wrong. Nah, <laughs> you can't steal my line like that. Can't steal it. Um, dang, I kind of want to do this for the rest of the day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you like my addition to that one? Do you like my addition to this list this week? Ne- if Neville's wrestles against Lehigh, 
Yeah, yes or no. It's not that's really that. a pick em. That's a um, – I'll say yes. I'll say yes too. Dang. We got, well, let's, let's talk about that. Okay. Yeah, whether whether Neville's wrestles or not this weekend, I, we can all safely assume now Neville's will be wrestling this year. He will wrestle at Big Ten's NCAAs, etc. Um, he will? I. Why would they put out he's probably going to wrestle against Lehigh if they were just thinking about just shutting him down the rest of the year? Why would they put that out there? Yeah, that's my thing too. Here's the dilemma that they have. I mean, the, the question breaths. really becomes: the question really becomes: Do you care about like twenty twenty one or something like that? <laughs> uh, you, you put him out there now, and and he qualifies for national, and, and can he qualify for nationals? Is the question? Yeah, yeah. I, it's interesting because all these automatic spots are they're not going to be as many. Like Snyder is going to come in and take somebody. Yeah, yeah. Snyder's taking one. Snyder's taken one. Neville's has taken one. Is Colin Jensen out for the year? Is Neville's taken one, though? Well, well what's he going to have to play? So as we look at That's the, what I'm asking. So as we look at the 285 rankings, in the Big Ten, we've got Kyle Snyder, but I don't know if he'll count. So let's throw him no, out. No, that doesn't count. So, okay, Michigan uh, with Adam Kuhn. Stoll, Krells, that's three. Uh-huh. Um, Billy, Billy Smith. Billy four? Smith. And so that that's all the ranked ones right now. So there's four. Four. And three of those guys are dang good. Oh, boy. So is, is there anybody off the top of your head? Is there anybody off the top of your head in the Big Ten that you think right now has a spot locked up? Like, is, is yes. do you think Brooks Black um, has a I bet he does. Yes. I would okay. bet Brooks Black has one. Who else? Um, who else? Shoot. Not Northwestern. Not Dawson Peck. Dawson Peck. I probably not. Oh, I think he probably does. You think he does? I think he'd probably earn one. I think he's been. Okay. So that's six. Oh boy. Holy smokes. Indiana. No way. Purdue. No way. Michigan State. No Northwestern. Chance. No. Um, who am I missing? I don't know. I think we got Minnesota. We already talked about that. So right now we have six, right? But that means, oh, Nebraska. Jensen definitely has one. But but is he done? It doesn't matter. It's a spot. No, not if if that guy doesn't wrestle at Big Tens. It's not. That's not how it works. Oh yeah. So that's a that's a major thing. So right now we got six with the possibility of seven with Jensen, but two of them could be poached. One by Snyder and one by Neville. And one by Neville. So you obviously feel good. Ohio State doesn't care about this because Kyle Snyder will unquestionably finish wherever he needs to. And, right. And so th- the point that we're getting at, if you're not following what we're saying, is that in a typical year in the Big Ten, they might have bids. They might have like eight bids or nine bids. At heavyweight, they probably but this did year, last year. But this year, it's really small. It, like the way it worked out is, there's only like six-ish guys, yeah. and two of them could get poached. So it's going to make qualifying for Neville's really tough. Can he do it? Absolutely. He'd have to beat, you know, can he beat a Krells? Can he beat uh, Brooks Black? Can he beat um, Stoll or Billy Smith? Smith. It, I mean, he could probably go with these guys, right? And that's all he would really have to do is outplace one of those guys to make it. But it's I no mean, guarantee. basically, 
his season will be. I mean, how? All right. So just put yourself in these shoes. Your season and your year of eligibility is on the line. Nick Nevels, who's missed half the year, against Billy Smith. Billy you Smith are in Concy Finals. You are freaking or nervous. Concy Semis or Concy Quarters. Whatever it is, it's the match to go or not go. Right. That is nerve-wracking. Billy Smith is good. How healthy is Nick? Nick's better, but that doesn't always matter. The better guy doesn't always win. It's, it is scary. It's scary. I, I, I still think they do it. I, still I think, think they, so, too. I, I think they should. I think they will. And I think, yes, he wrestles at Lehigh. Yeah. And you'll get a good picture of where he's at against Wessel, who is, you know, pretty pretty daggone tough kid. So, You know what's interesting? What's that? I just thought about this. Hmm. Is that the National Collegiate Open this year is the same weekend as conference qualifiers it used to be the week before so you could go there and get matches that would count towards your uh-huh. rpi right this year you don't have that option uh-oh can't do it can't do it so yeah that's um so you heard it, it here first nick neville's a wrestle this weekend <laughs> no, not so much first as not first because that was reported by Penlive.com, all right. They kind of no. He didn't say he will. Oh, okay. Well, he said he might. Well, we're telling we're... you, Nick Devils will be in action this weekend. You don't know that. Don't say that. It was it was a joke. Oh, okay. Well, how would I know that? Will you are ridiculous. You realize that, right? Because I said it in such a way. You say so many things in such a way that no one knows where you are. It's eleven oh one. I've had enough of you. Are you ready to go? Do you have any other yeah. any other stories to break? <laughs> No, I, I'll break this news. Christian's children are perpetually sick. <sighs> no, they're not. They're fine. They're fine. We just sent them to school like they're okay. We Christian th- took his daughter, who's who's one year old. How old is she? Two. Three. She's two. She's two. Took his daughter to the pediatrician at like two o'clock in the morning. Got her medication. She's up. Then she goes to bed maybe three, four o'clock in the morning. He gets her up, takes her to school. You missed a lot of the details, but you are you are raising them kids tough. Boy. That's right. That's how we do it. Shenandoah Valley strong. Thank you she guys so much for listening. UFC in two years. <laughs> she wants Rousey. She's got goals. I'm gonna help her achieve them. Hey, make right. sure you're giving those ratings out. Also, make sure you check out Minnesota. Our doc just went up yesterday. It's freaking sweet. Insight to J Rob, how he built the juggernaut there in Minnesota. We will see you next time. Look for us, hopefully at NC State this weekend. Watch Oklahoma State Stanford. We got some other good stuff going on. Have a nice weekend. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys.